Today on the show, we have another author spotlight. These are a series of interviews I'm doing to feature one of the authors being published through our Light Beamers author program. Each of them has written their story to be shared in our second collaborative book called Step Into Your Brave, which hits Amazon on October 25th, 2022. We are so excited. These author spotlights will give you a chance to get to know these women a little bit better and discover some of their own inside stories as they walked this journey with us to become a first-time author. Our program not only walks them through the story excavation and writing process, it also gives them a front row seat really to the publishing world as our goal is to equip and empower each of these women to write and publish their own solo books later if they so desire. So as you can imagine, it's been a transformative experience for each of our first-time authors and we are so excited to bring you their stories to the Inside Story podcast and to get you excited about getting your very own copy of Step Into Your Brave. Today on the show, you'll meet Karen Smith and her chapter is titled Know Your Worth, which is chapter seven from Step Into Your Brave. Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Light Beamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Light Beamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Welcome, 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 everyone. Hello to all of the listeners out there. Welcome to the Inside Story Podcast. I'm your host, April Adams Pertwee, and I'm so excited to have one of my co-authors in the hot seat today from Step Into Your Brave, our new book coming out on October 25th. Karen Smith is in the house. Welcome, Karen. Hello, April, and hello to all of your wonderful Light Beamers audience and, and podcast listeners. Thanks for having me today. Yes, I'm so excited to have you as you are one of our newly minted authors, co-authors of Step Into Your Brave. And, you know, at the time of this recording, of course, we have that book coming out in just two weeks on October 25th, Yay. and we are in a state of just giddy anticipation. So I'm excited to share and talk with you more today just about what your experience has been and, you know, what are you most looking forward to? What has it been like for you to share your story and all of that? And um, I want to get into all of that. But first, um, just I'd love to hear just a little bit of a, of course, I know your background, but, you know, just a little bit of who you are and what your work is in the world so that our listeners have a little bit of context of, you know, before we get into your story and share a little bit about what you wrote about kind of what your background is. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. I, um, 
I grew up in Colorado, so beautiful state. I grew up in the mountains and, and uh, sometimes you don't realize how lucky you are until you grow up and realize not everybody gets to, to live in such a beautiful place. Yeah. But um, I come from an agricultural background, so very connected to, you know, animals and farming and ranching and, and the natural world. And, but after college, I went off to the corporate world to work and it was a great experience for 21 years, uh, worked all over the world, had some pretty amazing experiences, but it was also really hard. Um, it's, it's a brutal culture and mm -hmm. it, over time, I began to realize that it was no longer a fit. And so I was able to move on from that and go back to being an entrepreneur, which is kind of where the type of lifestyle that I come from. I have a lot of family members who are independent business owners, small business owners, um, ranching, farming. And so it was really nice just to create that. But it, you also have to literally undo those 20 some yes. years of thinking and <laughs> and create yourself again. And it really is going back to what your callings were. And I just knew that I had a different calling than what would flourish in corporate America. And so now I'm back and my main focus is um, I am an intuitive energy healer and business coach. So I basically teach the energetics of business and money. And my hallmark is to pair the practical and the energetic for real results in people's lives. Um, it's transformed my life. And I just love working with people all over the world. Currently we have clients in four countries and it's just a blessing to kind Isn't of Isn't that back so to fun? It is. I love that. Yeah, the, the way that entrepreneurship can really um, expand your reach, right? Like you get to reach so many more people in vastly different geographic locations than perhaps you would have, you know, working um, inside a corporation. So I mm. love that. I love that. And, you know, um, that corporate background comes out a lot. We you, you write a little bit about an experience that you had on the tail end of your corporate corporate career that led into you stepping into your entrepreneurship or stepping back into entrepreneurship and building the business that you have now. And the title that you, the chapter that you wrote in Step Into Your Brave is called Know Your Worth. Would you give everyone just a little taste of what they might find inside your chapter around knowing your worth and why, what was your experience around you know, knowing your own worth um, that you'd like to share? That's a great question. It's interesting because probably like many of your listeners, I had given away my worth all my entire life. Mm. Um, I was raised to be that you serve people and that that's not a bad thing, but it, it, when it's not in balance, it can really get you in trouble. And I continued that into my corporate years where, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I had, times where I would work 80, 90 hours a week um, because I thought that's what it took just to keep my job. Um, I worked on, worked for less money than I was worth. There were a lot of times where I moved away from my family and not just an hour or two, but, you know, 16, 17 hours away, or I didn't ask for promotions or do things. And some of these were the corporation's challenge and some were my own personal ones um, in that piece. I just didn't know how because I had given my worth away for so long. And then I began to change and heal and, and go back to some of my energy work. And I began to realize, oh my goodness, I'm giving my worth away to all these other people who don't value me. They use me and they throw me away. And I think we've all had situations like that. And even 
it just kind of made me aware of, and God said to me one day, stop planting flowers in people's gardens who don't water them. Mm. And it was really, really impactful. And I realized like 90% of my life was trying to help other people who were not respecting it or being aware of it. And so when um, they closed the division I was in in corporate, they were trying to basically cheat me out of my severance. And I'm just like, I think I had just finally hit my wall. And I was like, enough, no more. And it finally gave me the courage to just stand up and say, no, you are not going to cheat me. I am worth way more than that. And it, it became a very powerful catalyst for a lot of other things in my life. Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, you know, finally getting to the point where you realize you are worth it. Right. And that you were, you were in this pattern and behavior of giving your worth away and devaluing yourself um, is so impactful when you finally see it and recognize it and then do something about it, which of course you did because you stood up for yourself and for that money. And then of course, then went on to, to, you know, go back and harness your freedom and your power by having your own business again. Um, I want to know, like knowing that, like having had that experience, right? Like this experience where you kind of like this true come to, come to Karen moment, like we (laughs) come to Jesus, it's come to Karen, you know, (laughs) and you're like, no, 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 I am worth it. How did having had that experience previously and you now working on that and being, you know, fulfilling that, fulfilling that for yourself, how did that help you step into this project around step into your brave? Like, what was it about the project and this opportunity to write in the book and share your story? Like, could you have done that when you didn't value your worth or how did valuing your worth and knowing your worth allow you to say yes to this? I think, no, I wouldn't have done it. Um, I wouldn't have spent the money. I wouldn't have valued mm-hmm. my time enough to, cause it's, it's been, you know, a long nine, nine months, months of working on stuff. And, um, <clears throat> and I think I also would not have written the story that I did because the story mm-hmm. that I actually published, even a lot of my family members don't know the whole story because I still protected my company for a lot of years afterwards because I was, I mean, what they had done was shameful, but I was ashamed that I allowed it. And so I didn't say anything to anyone. And after years of not knowing your worth and sometimes being surrounded by other people who just continue to use you and don't like, they don't want you to see your worth because that kind of breaks what works for them. It, it really has allowed me to tell my whole story and then to also say no to more things that don't serve me. Um, cause it's really easy to slip back into old patterns unless you're sure. really through breaking them. Absolutely. Yeah. It, I'm, you know, did you experience that when you were writing for this, for this book and writing your chapter and writing the story that had not been told before? Did you like, were there moments where you got triggered or that you had like had, you know, the writing process, I know from my own experience can be very eye-opening because then I see areas that are still sore and tender and raw. What was your experience with that? Like when you went back and revisited this painful experience that led to really beautiful things, um, did you see where there was still work to do or that, you know, things that you can, like you said, could slip back very easily, easily into old patterns? You know, 
it wasn't so painful to visit the story because I kind of settled it and mm-hmm. um, and realized that I think it more got my hackles up as we say here in the West. Um, <laughs> and I realized like there's still so many people who are putting up with that kind of gaslighting and abuse in in situations with their work or their families or wherever and so it reminded me like somebody's going to read this and it might just be the thing that gives them enough courage to say enough Mm. um I think the hardest part was is you know when you're an intuitive energy healer but you're also come from a, a religious background that doesn't really know what to do with that I think it was more having the courage to tell people what I actually do, because a lot of times people ask, I'm like, oh, I'm business coach, you know, because that's a safe answer versus realizing that, you know what, I gave up an entire 21 year life and all of the success and the trappings. I just built a brand new house. I gave all of that up to switch into my actual calling. And so it's like, well, why are you not sharing with people what you actually do? So writing out that part was required more bravery of myself than I think I initially imagined. (laughs) Well, isn't that knowing your worth too? Like knowing who you really are and what your gifts are that you bring forward to the world is an act of knowing your worth. And so you saying, I am an energy healer, I'm a business coach and I'm an energy healer is part of that knowing your worth. So stepping into that is very powerful, right? It is. And, and I also have seen the results that my clients are getting and I can't deny that anymore because if, if like we're here to live out our callings and God's given me this task of helping people with business and money and energy healing. And if I don't step into that calling and live that out of serving people that way, then, then that's going to end up blocking me. And when I watch my clients get these incredible transformations, you want more people to have that. And in our world today, if you don't tell people what's going on or, you know, how do they know? (laughs) That's so true. That's so we just like, it's like, they're supposed to know it because they're spies and they can find out, you know, all the hidden clues that we often do that instead of just being really outward about who we are, what our work is in the world, excuse me, um, what our work is in the world and, and, you know, who we're here to serve. So kudos to you for like that coming through more and more in your work. And also now through this story, right. Through sharing your story in this book. Um, I'm curious for you, like it's different for everybody, you know, like we're having other authors on and having them share their reasons for wanting to do this. And everyone has a different reason for you. I'm curious what, cause it's a big deal. It's let's just, first of all, acknowledge that it's a big deal to not only write your story, number one, but then to agree to have it published in a book that will be sold on the World Wide web, you know, specifically <laughs> Amazon. It's kind of a big deal because there's going to be people who read it that you like, you will have no idea. Like it's just going to go out into the world. So what made you say yes to that? What made you say yes to truly stepping into your brave to share your story this way? I've always had um, a bucket list item of being a published author. And Mm -hmm. while I always thought I would publish my own single author book, and I always envisioned myself writing business books or some historical fiction, I never really envisioned myself writing my own story. It, it's always, and this is still part of that, that process of learning your worth is I always figured nobody was like, I didn't think anybody would be even be interested in what I had to say 
you know, because corporate wasn't interested. A lot of times, you know, people in my circle weren't interested. And so when you live with that for so long, you just begin to think no one sees you and you're not worth speaking of. And so I always figured I would have published projects that were, you know, things like the historical fiction or a business book where nobody could really see who you were because Mm -hmm. up to that point, nobody had been interested. And so, but the dream of having a published book was much stronger and it was just like, well, the opportunities in front of you, you better say yes. (laughs) Well, you bring up such a good point, Karen, because there's so many people who have those same thoughts and around their story, like, well, why would I tell my story? It, It can't possibly be something that anyone would be interested in. I mean, I have no evidence of anyone in my current life being interested in my story. So if I were to, you know, in your case, write a business book, I could just kind of hide behind the, the content, right? I would just hide behind the content and not really tell anybody who I really am. I would love to know what's the truth of that now, now that you have shared your story and part of the process that we, we ask you guys to go through when we're writing this, these books for our collaborative book series is we have you write your story. And then number one, you're paired with an accountability partner who you're going to share that story with. And then number two, we invite you to share that story for feedback with five, six, seven people in your world that you know, and who know you, who would be willing to give you feedback on your story. What was your experience once people that you started sharing the story with the feedback that they gave you? What was your experience around that inner dialogue of nobody cares about my story. My story can't possibly do anything or nobody's going to want to read it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting. I tried to ask a variety of people, some people who knew me, some people who knew me better than others Mm -hmm. um, to do that. But initially I got a lot about like, oh, it's a great story. Can't wait to read it. Thanks for sending it to me. I'm like, no, I need actual feedback. Yeah. I need real feedback. (laughs) I need you to be critical. Yeah. It's like, did you like it? What resonated with you? Am I talking Mm -hmm. too much? Cause I tend to be rather loquacious, but, um, (laughs) it's just, and then I finally had one or two people outside of my family who were, who were able to say, wow, this is a much more powerful story than I ever imagined that you had. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that really kind of started waking me up to the fact that this could really actually be of service to people because I also had like a non-disclosure or an NDA when I left corporate. So, and, you know, I worked in a part of the business that required a lot of uh, being able to keep your mouth shut. And so it still is hard for me to talk about. And even when I wrote the story, I was very general or um, very professional towards the place I had worked because, you know, you do still think about like, oh gosh, I don't want someone from there to read it and have them come back on me. But um yeah, it's, I think there's going to be more good. And I actually think finally, I realized like I had been looking for someone's story like mine. And that's what you don't realize is you, we always tend to think like, well, no one understands me. Or I grew up in a culture where it was like, don't complain, just don't talk about it. And nothing like if you didn't like something, you worked to change it, you didn't complain about it. And so I just figured for all those years, it was my fault that things weren't going well or that I was being devalued and, and learning now after leaving that that's not true and people need to hear the story so they can also remind themselves like, no, I don't have to listen to the narcissist or the gaslighting. Like I can heal and I can change and my story does help somebody. 
Mm, yeah, absolutely. The whole tagline with light beamers, you know, when you share your story, you shine a light. I mean, it really is true and it will help so many people. Um, I'm curious to like this whole process then, because part of it, you know, just sitting here, listening to it again, listening to you talk about kind of who you were before and now who you really are as you, as a result of stepping into this phase of your life, there was this woman, Karen, who did not share her story in the past. There was this woman, Karen, who shut up and kept things quiet. There was this woman, Karen, who hid a lot, right? Like hid oh, behind. Yeah. Still yeah. true. Right, <laughs> right. So part of the excavation of the story is the the telling of this story. So one of our goals with the Light Beamers author program and the creation of these collaborative books is to equip and empower our authors who come through the program. How has this equipped and empowered you? Um, well, I'd never published a book before. So I just honestly, that's a big reason why I signed up because I just didn't know how it was done. Yeah. And I'm the kind of person who loves to know how things are made or produced. Like I'm the geek who's watching like how they put this together. Or this is invented because I like to know the process um, of it. And so that was a huge motivating factor of like, how do you actually publish a book? Um, and even like the other day, watching the videos of how books are printed on demand. Um, for those of you who are on the launch team, you're going to get to see that video. It was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. So I think it, it just reminds me of like all those other books I have in me are now possible because yes. I know the process. And for me, that's, that was a big reason that would probably be probably 70, 80% of why I signed up. I was like, I gotta learn how to do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We demystify the process, right? We demystify the process. So, um, hypothetically speaking, then, probably not so hypothetically speaking, but I'm not going to put you on the hook today for it. But um, if and when that book that you write, that is your solo book, let's say it is a business book. Do you think you would weave your story into it now? I think I've learned how to weave my story into yeah. it now. Um, I think I always knew how I, maybe it's more the permission because yeah. I actually started writing and it was about my experiences of leaving corporate America and becoming an entrepreneur and how you have to, what it has to change in you to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, so many people are making that switch or want to make that switch. In fact, you know, that's the question I get the most when people find that I left a very successful corporate career to become an entrepreneur. They're like, Oh my God, how did you do that? And you've never gone back and you, you still seem to have a roof over your head and <laughs> And you're actually making progress on things and, and it's a totally different mindset. And I feel better able to now share specific examples yeah. of my experience rather than just making it a telling and teaching book, but saying, Hey, here's some tools for you, both while you're still at corporate or when you're making that transition out, because I always looked for a book like that, that was out there and I could never find it. So I'm like, well, that must mean that there's, you got to write it. Yeah. You've got to write it. So that's so true. And that, you know, that's one of the things that we work on in, in the author program is that we don't want to write from a place of telling, right? We want to write from a place of showing. And that's where illustrating things by way of sharing our story is going to help our audience so much more um, get the lesson, get the teaching that you're trying to tell them, you know, so <clears throat> you actually do get to tell through showing and showing is the story. And like you, 
you were looking for things that would have stories in, included that you could then understand the concepts better around the tools or the teaching. And I think that's something I want our, our listeners to hear is that that's the key. That's the key to anything around whether you're writing a book or you're speaking on stages or you're writing a white paper, right? <laughs> Maybe you're writing a white paper for an industry magazine or whatever, like it can still infuse the teaching by way of sharing the story because the story is going to help anchor it in for the person reading it. It's like if we did this podcast recording, right? It's like if we did this podcast and we didn't actually share any personal stories, what would be the point of the darn podcast? Nobody would listen to this, you know, like I could give you all kinds of semantics around storytelling and I would just, you know, I could drone on about that for hours and hours and hours, <laughs> but instead I'm going to teach you storytelling semantics by way of sharing Karen's story, right? Like talking about how you were hiding and all those negative thoughts that go through your mind and just the process of writing, what en uh, ends up unfolding, right? Then we get to learn more about the whole process of storytelling by just listening to you share your story and share your experience today, right? It's a, it's a huge switch. And I've definitely seen a big switch in businesses where they are telling stories more now, whereas, yeah. you know, my early years in corporate, it was just, just the facts, ma'am, is what we used to say. Like you did not use the words. I feel you always use yeah. the words. I think everything was bullet pointed. And, you know, those are very good for efficiency sake. Um, and I worked in a business world that was very efficient. It had to be to make money. Um, but it's that's not what connects with people. And I've seen a really big shift in the last 10 years of people really wanting to be connected to a business's story or a person's story. Um, you can't just drop something in the marketplace anymore without someone saying, well, I want to know the backstory. Yeah. And the backstory sells more of your relationship with that person or the product or whatever it is. And so it's, it's been an unlearning and a relearning for my, my business brain, which I think it's good. The business world needs to be a part of this. Human beings are stories and they can't just be robots. And as our world moves more and more to putting robots in everything, it's, I think it's even more important to share the stories and the connections as well. Oh, amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, through this process then of sharing your story, writing your story, going through the author program to, like you said, learn all that there is about publishing and having that world sort of opened up to you, having us pull the curtain back and show you more about publishing and how to do things so that now you do feel like you absolutely can go write that book on your own. Should you go, should you choose to do that? I want to know also what was some of the hardest things or what were some of the hardest things or what were some of the things that surprised you the most about this process for you? Yeah, let's see here. Um, actually writing the story was not hard. I, I think the hardest part for me was people wanted me to put all this emotion back into it. Mm -hmm. And when you've healed from things, it's hard to go back and put the raw pain in it because you just yeah. don't remember it anymore. You've healed. Yeah. Enough. Um, and so changing some things around that, adding some of those things back in, um, was interesting. I, I definitely think that realizing like your first draft is for yourself. Like, for someone who's never published a book, like we have this real romantic picture of what it is like to write and publish a book. 
it's not romantic. It's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of struggle. It's a lot of, it doesn't just, it's not you sitting in your beautiful garden, penning a few words of prose to then be published. And I mean, that's not how it is. It's, it's endless rewrites. It's asking hard questions. It's trying to do things better. It's not pretty. And that's my perspective. Other people may be different, but Uh, I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah. I think that's pretty accurate for sure. And so the first draft is really for yourself. And then you said something that really switched for me. You were like, you have to write the story people will buy. And that is very different than the story you want to present. And so you can never forget about the business piece of writing a book because you have to be able to connect with the reader so that they want to buy the book. Whereas if like we were talking earlier, if it's just a textbook, they don't want to buy that. They want to buy a book that they can relate to someone and they can walk away inspired and a better person, which is totally understandable. That's what we want to produce. But you don't know that when you're a beginning writer trying to sell something because before you might've written a lot, but you haven't asked anybody to buy it. (laughs) So like realizing like, oh, okay. My first draft is the story that satisfies me. Now I've got to switch this into something that when someone reads it, they walk away inspired better than they were before that they want to share the book with someone. And it, it really helped me become a better writer with that. And then also think about how to share the book with people, because Mm -hmm. again, with all the hiding that I've done, because I I just, I truly had a belief that nobody was interested in me, that literally if I just disappeared off the face of the earth, who wouldn't, who would care or matter because I didn't think anybody ever saw me. And so now when you're much more realizing like, oh my gosh, I have to share my emotions and I have to tell people how I felt and, and then realizing like I think also what I realized was there was such and I don't use this word lightly because I don't like the way the modern world uses it lately with all the victimhood but the injustice that was done in the process was horrific and I allowed it to happen Mm -hmm. and when I finally had the courage to stand up and say you will not take advantage of me and I am going to let the world know (laughs) that this is not right Mm -hmm was um empowering but i also hope that it helps people be able to say to end things quicker in their lives and not just put up with it like it's you don't have to just take it just because that's what's done in the business world or this or that and so you know that was kind of a hard thing that was like really gosh i can't believe i allowed myself to be treated that way but now you know better and you do better and you move on um to those things but it's, it's definitely been an interesting process. Certainly not anything that I, I had certain expectations going into it and yeah, I had to let go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like anything, we step in thinking it's going to be one way and we find out it's a completely Completely different experience, but the experience usually is better than what we expected to begin with anyway. So that's all good. You know, you started to say something there about launching, because that's really where we are now is at, at the stage of getting ready to launch this book. And that's a whole nother ball of wax. I mean, um, you know, one of the things that I've said to you guys in the program is that for some of you writing the story will be the hardest thing, but you, you think that will be the hardest thing, but actually what's going to be the hardest thing about this whole process is actually telling someone that you wrote a book, right? Telling someone that you actually have a book for sale on Amazon. And so actually launching the book. And so where are you with that? Like, how's that sitting with you? You know, two weeks before launch, we've given you a lot of 
resources and marketing materials to share, to use your social media, to talk to your inner circle, to, you know, to rally the troops, so to speak. How has that process been for you? Yeah. You know, again, this is a piece of writing and selling a book that people just don't think about, you know, because we, uh, it's like, if you go to the library all the time where you buy books on Amazon, you just think they're there. You don't (laughs) They just magically appeared. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, oh, and um, so there's pieces of that. Like, of course you guys have made that really easy. um, Like with all the social media graphics and all the launch lists that Lynette has for us and different things, which is great. But um it hasn't been so hard to tell people that I wrote a book. I think it's more, there's no book to give them yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're just waiting. <laughs> and so people are like, where is it? Can I buy it? And I'm like, well, not yet. And, and so like building the excitement for it. And um, yeah, it's good. I think people like on launch day are going to be excited to be able to get yeah. it into their hands um, on that piece. But I found it easy to tell people, I think what, is challenging is just doing all the social media and getting all the the stuff out there. And maybe for some people, that's not a challenge. I'm old. So (laughs) social media is not really my game, but, um, I think, I think maybe too, like my story had already been settled and healed in me. And so I can come from a place of if people like it, great. If they don't get anything out of it, that's awesome too. You know, well, the cool thing is, I think with a collaborative book and not to say that I don't think anyone's going to get value from your story, but for sure, there's going to be people that read this book, step into your brave and read the nine stories that are included. And, you know, whether it's Karen or Kim or myself, April or Beth, like there are going to be stories that resonate more with some people than others, right? And so if they get to your chapter and it's like, oh, that's a great story, uh, but that's not really what I came here to get, keep reading, right? Keep reading because there's other stories in the book that may be that one story that you're going to get the most out of. And it might be yours. It might be Karen's that really is the story that speaks to that other person who's walked a similar path or is enduring some of that narcissistic gaslighting behavior in their own life and really resonates. They see themselves in your story and then they get the, the courage and the confidence and the wherewithal to figure out what do they need to do next? How do they stand up and claim their value and their worth um, as a result of reading your story? And that's really the beautiful thing about this collaborative book, in my opinion, is that you know, it may be one story. It might be three of them. We hope it's all nine, but I don't think that any of us are under some sort of delusional thought that all nine stories are going to speak to every single reader that, that reads this book, but it's more about the collective power of what happens after you read all nine stories. And that's really our hope at the end of the day. Right. And it's I just think like, that's, yeah that's a huge, powerful reason to do a collaborative book. It's kind of like the, when the chicken soup for the soul books first came out, it was all these short, inspiring stories. And what I love about step into your brave is maybe you're not a brave person, or maybe you've been brave in some areas and you haven't in others, but then you read that there's, there's more than one person who's done this. And I think especially in our world where victimhood is kind of celebrated these days and pushed on people. This book stands in opposition to that of saying, stop, you have, you owe it to yourself to be brave because you can like stop playing the games that bring you lower, go for the higher. And maybe it's just 
stepping out of your house again. Maybe it's ending in a relationship. Maybe it's beginning a relationship. We always think about bravery with ending things, but I actually think it takes more bravery to start to begin. Yeah. To start something new to start those things, but it's like, go get it. Like stop being a victim, stop giving into small, realizing all these women come from completely different backgrounds. We come from all over the world. We've all had hard times, good times, success, failure, and you can too, but don't give up, like go get it. (laughs) Yeah. It's so true. And the women that are in this book, they do, they come from all different backgrounds, um, literally from all across the world. We have one woman who's originally from Germany and another woman in the book, Odetta, who is originally from Albania and, you know, English isn't even their first language. And yet here they are writing and sharing their story in this book. And, um, you were actually partnered with Katharina as your, as your accountability partner and Katharina's from Germany originally. And so, you know, and she's much younger than you. She's like a different, completely different age group. And so we have women from all different backgrounds. We have women from all different age groups. We have women from, you know, that have the corporate background or, you know, the, the more the mom life or, you know, uh, people that own their own business. I mean, the, what I love about our books is that all of the authors are business women by some token, uh, mm-hmm. business leader, uh, certainly traveling a, uh, a professional path. And yet what they wrote about, what all of you wrote about inside the book is anything but the professional story, right? It is really the true personal stories of the woman behind the title, the right. woman behind the success and the accolades, the woman behind, you know, the, the job title of what she does for a living. And that's really where I find such inspiration in all the stories that you've shared is that seeing what you all have been through and each of you have encouraged me just because I've been, I've had the privilege of having a front row seat to all of your stories over the last nine months. And I've had the privilege of getting to work with you to help bring those stories out and, and bring them out in such a way that uh, the reader, you know, will be able to, to read it and relate to it in a powerful way. Cause we definitely always want to keep the audience in mind, but the fact that you get to share your story from such a vulnerable place is so beautiful. And it is a representation of what's possible for other people. It is. And I think even as we wrote them, it reminded us how brave we were because I don't think bravery is necessarily a title that we assign ourselves. Um, And we also have changed the definition of bravery. It used to be, we thought about bravery with like battles or (laughs) different things. Men going to war. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we tend to think of that differently now, but I think we always need inspiration, encouragement. And once you do one hard thing, it reminds you, you can do more hard things. Or sometimes it reminds you, you got to step up your game. Like it's time to stop playing small. Like if this person who came from another country and didn't speak English, or this person was a stay-at-home mom and didn't know if she could do this, or I could switch back to being an entrepreneur from corporate, like all, all of us had a decision point. And for anyone out there who's at that decision point, make it and go for it. Like the day is an opportunity for you. It's a possibility. So go do it. Go do it. Absolutely. Um, so Karen, for you then, like, how do you see this book as a stepping stone for whatever you're going to go do next, right? Using your own words, like, you know, letting this be a reminder of what's possible for you. What are you dreaming about next? What do you feel like this book, you know, 
what is the stepping stone that this book is providing for you? The fact that you've done this, you've accomplished this, you have, you know, become a published author. What is next for you that you're dreaming about? Yeah, well, I definitely would like to publish some more books. Um, mm-hmm. I've always got things that I'm writing and and doing. I just didn't know how to actually bring, bring them into the publishing world. So that's really exciting. But I also think it just is a continuation of the work that I already do with, I have my um, course, The Energetics of Business and Money and um, my coaching business. But it's also reminding me like there's so much more. And that, um, you know, as we put together different opportunities for people, or, you know, if your business needs an inspiring speaker, or you need a great gift for yours, like, I think about times when I was in corporate America, and and people would give me a gift or something, it was like a t shirt or a hat. And I'm like, you know, how much better would getting a copy of step into your brain? Way better, way, way better. better hint, know? hint, hint to all of you listeners out there. You know, Company so- gifts, client gifts, like, you know, give it to all your girlfriends, give it to your mom and your sister and your aunt and your daughter. Like we want you to buy the book for gifts. It is. And, and I, I, maybe that's a shameless marketing plug, but the reality <laughs> is, is it's like, why the being that's being brave. It's saying, you know what, why would you give someone a t-shirt and a hat when you could give them a book, (laughs) you know, or things like that. But I I just believe it's, it's part of just the next step in my journey. It's another bucket Uh list item. Um, and it, it just opens the door for me to write more, to teach more, to help more people. And, and I think that's a lovely thing, but it's also very satisfying. Like you need to accomplish things. Like we aren't meant to work for money. We work for satisfaction. So the satisfaction is what really fuels us to drive there. The service and the value we give is how money comes to us. And so I just look at it as this is one more continuation of the way that I'm living out my life now. And I know it's going to be of service to people. I know it's going to be making a difference for people financially. And it's it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is a good thing. Well, I can't wait to see what does unfold for you next. And I do have an inkling that you will probably go write that book, you know, (laughs) go write that solo book that has now that can be the next goal. And, you know, you know how to do it now. And that has been demystified and you're more than, more than equipped to do that. And you will weave in your own story as you write that and, you know, be keeping that audience in mind and thinking through that logistically um, and strategically. So I cannot wait to get the hand, the, this book into all of your hands. Um, Karen and I, I know are just both so excited about having this, this book launched as well as the other authors. And then we're going to keep bringing you author spotlight so that you get a chance to meet all the women and step into your brave. Um, and just like, it's such a fun opportunity to get to talk to you today and to hear more about just your own process and your own learning. And it, even in some cases, your unlearning, right? That you had a to lot go of through. unlearning, <laughs> a lot of unlearning. That's right. That's right. A lot of un- unlearning. And so, yeah, we want to share this book with you. Um, like I said, at the time of this recording, uh, we are not yet at our launch date, but maybe by the time you listen to this, we will have launched. Our launch day is October 25th of 2022. So depending on when you're listening to this, you can either um, be looking for that book to launch on October 25th or go and get it on Amazon. We will link up all of the necessary channels so that you can connect with Karen specifically um, in, from listening to this podcast. We'll put that in the show notes 
Also, once you get your copy of Elevate Your uh, Elevate Your Voice, that's our first book. Once you get your copy of Step Into Your Brave, then you're going to also have um, a bio section. So after you read Karen's story, you know, we, you'll get to read more about Karen herself too in her bio section. And we encourage you to connect with her with the links that are provided there. And we just look so forward to getting this book into everyone's hands so that it can truly inspire you to step into your own brave, right? Whatever that looks like for you, whatever that looks like for you. So thank you, Karen, for saying yes to the project. Thank you for being brave and going on that storytelling journey and being willing to unlearn some of the things that you needed to relearn and sharing your story with others. Well, thank you. And we just hope that this book is a, just a, a massive blessing to people. And I know the first one, Elevate Your Voice, was I highly encourage people get get all of them, but um, just in, and allow yourself to read this book and just be inspired. And we want to hear your stories of bravery after you've read it. Um, you know, April's got the light beamers, but, you know, let each one of us authors know sometimes when you create a work of art, you, it takes so much faith and trust just to put that work out there, hoping that it's going to be a blessing to someone. And so having that feedback is also lovely. And we know it's going to make a difference in people's lives. Absolutely. I definitely want to encourage all of our readers to reach out to the authors after you read their story, send them a note on social media or email or whatever, you know, link that they have provided to reach them because it does, it really does. This is a, this is a big deal. If you're over there asking yourself, Oh, I don't know if I could ever write my story and share it publicly the way Karen has done, then you can only imagine Karen has thought those same things, right? And yet here she is. And so if you share with her that you read her story and it, and it impacted you in any way, please let her know because it means the world to us. It really, really does. So thank you so much for sharing with us today. Thank you for adding that there at the end. And on October 25th, get ready to go to Amazon to buy that book, Step Into Your Brave. And we cannot wait to hear your feedback around um, how how these stories are impacting you. So thanks for being here today, everyone. I'll be back next week with another episode of The Inside Story. And until then, let this serve as an encouragement to know that your story also does matter, that it is something that other people would want to know about and want to hear and learn from. So find a way to go share your story today. And of course, if you need help with that, you know where I am. Talk to you soon. Bye everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. 
I'd love to hear your story too. So be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.